Hello, thank you for joining us. This is What Counts by Trailblazer Consulting. In this podcast, we highlight proven solutions that we have developed through our experience working with companies across various industries, and we talk about how you can apply them to your company. We share our experience working with companies to solve their information management challenges. We tackle records retention schedules, program implementation and training, and more complex challenges like asset data management. This is Lee, and since Maura is taking a much-needed vacation, we agreed to invite a good friend and peer in the information management industry, Jeff Parentosi, to join us for a few episodes. Jeff is a known conference presenter, technical guru, project management extraordinaire, professor, and senior business leader. In this episode, Jeff and I will introduce an information management tool called an Enterprise Information Map, also known as an EIM. Jeff? Thanks, Lee. I am happy to be here and happy to talk about all things enterprise information map and information governance and information management in general. Awesome. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you for coming today. Totally appreciate you giving up your time and helping us explain an EIM. I'm thinking that we should uh, talk about a definition, kind of give a working definition of what an EIM is, go over a couple potential uses, and then mention the benefits of performing an EIM. So how do you feel about that? That sounds great. I think definitions are important. So let's define it well. Uh, It goes by a number of different names, I think, that we've had over time. And hopefully all of the listeners are somewhat familiar with information systems and storing records and storing electronic information. And knowing where all that is, is what we're all about. So knowing where information is, I think that's part of the definition. Uh, Do you have a working definition? Do you have one that you want to throw out there? Sure. So the enterprise information map is a comprehensive view of all of the information systems within your organization and how they interact. And that second piece there is a critical piece. One, I guess the first half of that is you need to know where everything is. So what systems do I have? Do I have SharePoint? Do I have Outlook Exchange? Do I have... SAP, what are all the systems that my business uses uh, or I use on a regular basis? Uh, But then the critical piece that we've found over time is how they interact. Because as we all know, you send an email out, somebody forwards that email, that information goes all over the place. Same thing with the systems within your organization. So the information map gives you the ability to catalog what systems are I using and how is information stored in those systems and then how does it move from one system to another? And what are those interactions and integrations that may exist across systems and within systems in your enterprise? And, you know, if I'm a, if I'm a consultant, I mean, this sounds like really good stuff, but if I'm sitting in my organization and I'm a records manager, why do I want to know this? Why do I want to know how systems interact? You know, at some level as a records manager, we're all managing risk to the organization whether that's, hey, we have a policy and if we're non-compliant, we could get called on that, et cetera. Today's day and age, what we have seen or what I've seen is everyone is looking to do active intelligence or get more business value from the data and documents that the organization has. And what I've seen is that that has led to greater integration among systems And now you're taking bits and pieces of your records and moving them to multiple different systems. 
hey, I need to do analysis on that. I don't need the whole contract. I need the contract value. Or if you're in the risk department, I just needed the terms and conditions that we signed up for for that client. I don't really care about the value of the contract. All these pieces of data, although they started in one document, have now multiplied, right? You've got bits and pieces of it in different systems across the organization. As a records manager, you're still responsible for that information, regardless of where it lives. And if you've got policies for how long it stays there, what protections need to be on it, how to dispose of it at the end of its life cycle, you need to go through and know where those things are. And then on top of that, you need to know how things migrate. So you might think, hey, everything's in the contract management system. Come to find out, hey, somebody's got a report over there. Somebody's got a uh, dashboard over here, and those pieces of information now exist in multiple places. Uh, so that really gets to the the integration and the the migration and in some places proliferation of information sure. from one system to the next. So having the ability to have a map, identifying where those systems are, where it's supposed to be, and then where it goes from there, is in my opinion, critical to being able to be a records manager and manage the risk associated to information. Absolutely. So this sounds like a really powerful tool. Can you just give me a high level rundown? Um, because it's not an application that you just buy off the shelf and, and plug in. So can you give me a, a kind of a look into without getting into too many details? Because I think subsequent episodes will really dive into this and how and how you can really form some of the things. But can you give me a high level overview? So typically the way we see the enterprise information map coming together is the IT department within your organization will at least know of hopefully know of all of the major systems within your organization. And that could be as simple as, hey, we're paying licenses for this, so we're tracking that because we're spending money on it. But typically these days, we see IT departments have a data map or something that is even just a spreadsheet that says, hey, we own this, we own that, we own this number of licenses. So that can form the initial basis of enterprise information map. From some organizations, there may also be change management processes within your IT department, and they typically will be maintaining a list of systems that either have been updated or will be being updated, or even just that, hey, we own these systems, they're on our hardware or they're in the cloud, and they manage change to those systems on a rigorous basis. Uh, so that can also be the, the change management organization and processes and artifacts within your IT department may also be a good spot to start for your enterprise information map. And I want to stress that that is the start of it. Uh, when it comes to an information map, knowing the name of a system is just the tip of the iceberg. I think that's also true for uh, getting a listing of systems because sometimes there are departments that, and uh, we talked about this in, in earlier episodes, where there are workarounds that people create and that itself could turn into an access database uh, that they created. So uh, we'll, again, we'll dive into that a little bit more when we get into a further implementation of the EIM. But getting a list then, Jeff, is, uh, is I'll just cut it short. That is a, a great first approach. Uh, and your second approach then to me is really coming up with the goals 
of the EIM, what do you want to do with this tool? What do you, where, where do you want to drive this? Where do you want to focus? Uh, would you agree with that? Yeah, I think when we talk about your records management program, information governance program, you have tools to help you accomplish the mission or the goals. So yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head that the EIM is a tool. It is actually, a, I would call it a multi-tool in that it can support a number of different initiatives that you might be having for your information governance or records management program. Uh, I think some of the things we've done in the past are, it was focused on system modernization where, hey, you know what, we've got 500 systems or X number of systems running around. How many of those have been around for more than 10 years? Are they still valuable to the organization? They may contain very valuable information that the organization needs to, to function and they may contain records, but is the functionality of the system giving us the greatest value for the information and data that it contains? So the EIM, because you have that information about your systems and some of that metadata around each system, how long has it been, what's the user group, how long has it been around, gives you the ability to support something like system modernization. You can look at the list, anything that's been around for more than 10 years, let's take a closer look at those for system modernization. It could be litigation support, right? If you are in your EIM tracking which systems have had a litigation hold against them, you might use that as part of, hey, you know what? We need a better approach to litigation support. We're too reactive. We need a proactive approach to it. The EIM gives you the ability to say, hey, well, these are systems that are already, already and always getting hit with litigation holds, let's start with them and come up with a better plan for litigation support. So yeah, whatever that current goal is or what you're trying to do in 2021 or 2022 related to your records management program, uh, the EIM is definitely, I would say, uh, an arrow in the quiver to help you get those goals accomplished. Yeah, absolutely. The way you're explaining it, what's hitting me is uh, mergers and acquisitions, obviously a big topic, um, happens quickly sometimes. Um, but the, the, the end result that IT or even the records managers have to deal with afterwards are just, you know, there's a huge impact there. And so this EIM could really come in handy. Just a simple question of, you know, what systems do you have? The, all that documentation that you asked for in the first place, try to get it from the acquiring company, um, or uh, sorry, the, the company being acquired. Um, but also asking the questions uh, about uh, where personally identifiable information is and digging deeper into what systems uh, that's in. I mean, that's obviously going to be critical for, for companies these days, too. Agree, both in mergers and acquisitions and just general compliance, GDPR, whatever happens in California or this state or that state or Washington, D.C., right. regulation isn't going away. So being able to have something that at least gives you a start. Hey, I know where all of my information is, or I know what all systems that it at least starts in. If you're trying to work on your GDPR compliance, that's a great place to start rather than have to gather all that information to, to start with. And if someone has come knocking through your GDPR compliance, you might not have a whole lot of time to gather that information. So a proactive uh, enterprise information map that you are maintaining over time gives you, I guess, advantages to both compliance as well as, as we talked about, other projects and pieces that you're trying to implement for your records management program. 
I like that. A proactive EIM. I like that a lot. As I stated earlier, this is a first of a series of episodes that Moore and I will discuss performing enterprise information math with Jeff. Um, if you have any questions, please send us an email at info at trailblazer.us.com. That's info at trailblazer.us.com. Thank you for listening and please tune in to our next episode. Thank you. Thanks, everybody.